Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash governance. IBM. Let's create. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hey guys, this episode of Get Real Podcast, I have Taylor Young joining me. She is the beautiful wife to Brett Young. Their love story is amazing. They met when Taylor was in college. Taylor lived with a mutual friend of Brett's. Brett was coming to town to play a show. This was the days of MySpace. He had not yet become one of country music's hottest stars. He saw Taylor on Facebook, thought she was so stunning, hit her up, asked her on a date before they even met. Then they ended up dating six years Due to scheduling and timing, they broke up, lost contact, and then randomly reconnected years later, realized they were each other's one true love, got married. Now they're pregnant with a baby girl on the way. And Taylor talks to me all about how they learned to fight fair, the difference between the first part of their relationship and the second part, what road life may be like with a baby, how she's preparing for it. And why they love pillow talk. So y'all get excited. Here's Taylor. Okay, I am here with the beautiful and the fabulous Taylor Mills Young. Hello. So fun to be here. What's up, Prego? I know, you too. We're just like little bump sisters over here. It's so funny because the last time I hung out with you, we were at Abby Smyers' house, and I had just found out I was pregnant. Yes, I remember. I remember. (laughs) It was like in January, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And we were talking, and I was like, are y'all ready for a baby? And you're like, I mean, I think we might be ready to start trying or something. But yeah. you didn't know. You might have even been pregnant then. So I think, yeah. So I think that makes sense. If we, it was probably beginning of January. Um, 
actually, I don't remember. It was either right before or right after I was pregnant, but I had no idea. Yeah. And I remember I was so excited for you, but it was obviously early on for you. So we were all kind of talking about like, oh my gosh, pregnancy, (laughs) what you're going through. This is so exciting. And I remember sitting there thinking like, I hope that's me soon. Because we were, because we were kind of in that phase of like, okay, we'll, we'll just start trying and let's not put any like, you know, big pressure on it. I think that's the way to be. Yeah. So, so again, I mean, me being 32 and Brett's 38. So we were like, you know, let's not worry about it. But then, so you told me, and then honestly it was, we got pregnant like mid January. So it was a matter of probably weeks after you did. Yeah. Like maybe close to a month after you did. So, um, so it's so exciting. Cause we're like almost ex- like exactly a month apart. Y'all are doing yeah, early so. October yep, yep. and we're doing early September. Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It'll be so much fun. And today you just found out that you are having a little girl. We are. We're so excited. Like today you found out? Yeah. We just found out. Yep. Literally today. I just came from the appointment. It's oh, you been- found out at the appointment? Yeah. Yep. Stop it. I know. So exciting. So exciting. And you are too. Yeah, I know. I know. I can't even believe it. We were just talking about how um, I was convinced that I was having a boy. I thought you were having a boy. Convinced. Yeah. yeah I was like, you said that too. I just like, y'all are having a boy. I don't know why. It just yeah. felt like a boy. Yeah. It really did to me too. My whole family did. Uh, or I like was convinced and thought that I was having a boy also. Um, Brett was convinced. And sure enough, it was a girl, but we're so excited. It's a fun little surprise. And also, Brett's fifth number one happened today. Oh, my gosh. I know. I'm so, so proud of him. It's a big it's, day in the young household. I know. I know. It's do so you even fun. know what to do with all, the, all really these things to celebrate? <laughs> I really don't. I just, it's honestly kind of overwhelming. Um, just so many fun things have been happening. Bought a house. We're working on that. Then the baby news. And then, you know, and then number one. It's just, I mean, honestly, life right now is... We feel so, so, so blessed. I, I just, I can't, I like pinch myself. I'm like, how is this even happening? But, um, but yeah, life is good. Life is good. Okay. So y'all's story, we have to kind of dive into y'all's story because you have a very unique story. We do. We you do. and Brett met like 10 years ago. Yeah. And dated. We did. So how old were y'all when y'all dated? Ooh, so I was like barely 21 and Brett was 26. Okay. Um, so where did y'all meet? So we actually met in Arizona out of all places. I was going to school, um, at Arizona state and Brett, um, was living out there for, he lived out there for about four months just to write. He was kind of working with someone out there on, with music and, and on writing and doing all that stuff. So he moved out there for just a short while from California. And ironically, my roommate at the time was from, um, California in Newport Beach, which is kind of where he was from. Okay. So he reached out to her and was kind of like, Hey, I don't know so anyone they out knew here. Each other. So they knew each other. And he's like, I don't really know anyone out here, but I'm out here for a while working. And, and so we kind of connected through her. Was it instant? You know, I mean, listen, I instantly was like, this guy's really cute. I mean, he is really cute. But <laughs> I will say this. It was kind of funny. So it was pre like online dating you know, like oh, yeah. it was it like that wasn't really the a young thing. kids will never know about that. Yeah, the young kids will have no idea. <laughs> Both of our children will They'll look never at us know. And be like, OK, weirdos. I don't know what that means. You're ancient. Mom. Yeah, <laughs> you actually like had to meet someone in person. <laughs> um, 
So anyway, so we, he actually messaged me on Facebook before he mentioned to my friend that he was moving out there. And then he messaged me on Facebook and said, Hey, you know, I know your roommate is Alexa. Um, I don't know anyone. I'm moving out. He kind of gave me the spiel and he's like, I'd love to get together. And I'm like, okay, like I trust my roommate and I love her, but I was like, who is this weirdo messaging me? Like he just saw pictures of me online and just thinks it's like, okay, to just message me. So like get together, like in a date type. Yeah. Thing? Yeah. He, He's already ready he, to take oh, you on a date. Oh, he, this guy is persistent. Yeah. So he just dove right in and I was like, eh. so I went back to my roommate. I'm like, okay, tell me about this guy. I know you've mentioned him and his music. Like she used to play his music all the time. And, and that was before he was Brett young. Oh, he, yeah. he was just doing probably like little work oh, tape yeah. demos. Oh yeah. It was, it was like MySpace, like playing MySpace music yes. days. Yeah. So, MySpace. Where did MySpace no, go? Another throwback. I know. Um, so anyways, very long story short, we connected through her, but she, he just was like very persistent. And I kind of, you know, I was single, but I was dating someone very casually, but it was at the beginning of the kind of dating thing. So we'd only been on a few dates, but I was really interested in this other person. So when he kind of came along, I was like, well, I have to be honest with you. I mean, a, I don't really know who you are, and B, I'm seeing someone. So yeah, maybe it will work. Maybe we'll all hang out. And he's like, No, I would love to get together with you. So it kind of it, he he had to work for it. He had to work for it. And our first date, um, I still made my friend come with me. So <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't really like I I didn't I didn't dive right in. Again, I thought he was adorable online, but I it felt weird at the time because no one was meeting people online. So yeah. So we met, did long distance, um, that whole thing. And so how we, long were you on long distance? We were in, let's see, I, it was my, basically my senior year in college. So it was about a year, year and a half. And we kind of dated a little bit. Um, I didn't like die. We didn't dive into something like really serious right off the bat, especially, you know, he was only there for a few months. Um, and then we kind of, you know, it kind of just grew from there. He was so sweet. He used to drive like for one night from LA to Arizona, it was like a six and a half hour drive, six hour drive. And he used to drive and come out and see me. And this guy's out of college and I'm like dragging him to like college parties <laughs> and like all these things that he probably had no interest in doing. Um, so we dated for a while. And then I ended up when I graduated moving to California, which is where he was. Um, so were y'all still dating when you moved to California? So I was still, we were still dating when I moved to California. How did the breakup happen? The first breakup. The breakup. The first breakup. The only breakup, breakup, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had another like, you know, kind of, um, break, so to speak. Um, but we broke up. So I moved to California and I was working my butt off and my job was really, really, really demanding in terms of time. So I worked for Nordstrom, but I was, I was like, kind of a regional manager, was in women's apparel, um, wanted to be a buyer. So I was working up um, to do that. But opening a bunch of stores in LA, and it's just, I mean, it's like, it's... Retail's no joke. It really isn't. Like, it's, it just, it really takes up so much of your time, holidays, all those things. So we were kind of ships passing in the night because he was working and doing music. And I started to get into my career and I was loving it. But um, you know, I wouldn't, I didn't really have weekends. It was just, it was a whole thing. Um, overseeing like 200 people. And, um, so it just kind of wore on us. And then, you know, I was young, he was a little bit older than I was. So we were kind of in different like life phases in a sense. Yeah. Um, and then he ended up, you know, getting this opportunity to move to Nashville. And at that point it was already kind of tough again with our, time and my job and his job even seeing him when he lived in the same city as I did um 
but I, I mean, I was like, you need to go, you need to do this. You've been working on your butt off on music for 13 freaking years. Like try something new. And he was like, well, you know, but it's so far. And I was like, just do it. Like, just do it now. So how long time. had y'all been dating at this point? So this had been probably about ooh, five, almost six years. Y'all dated six years. We did. Years? Yeah. yeah. We did. Whoa. Isn't it I know. So he was <laughs> yeah. like your big love. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We lived together for a little while Whoa. before my sister. I didn't sister. know it was yes. six years. Yes. Yeah, six six years. So then he moves to Na- what's his opportunity that takes him to Nashville? The so, record deal or no? He he actually <clears throat> was like um, he had this awesome investor who's now just like the most amazing friend to us, and he was um, talking to Brett, and they were like, okay, like let's let's game plan here. You know, we hear things are going on in Nashville, um, and at that point he had given up on even trying to be an artist. He's like, listen, I just love writing music, and I want to be involved in music. Like I just I just want to be a writer. Yeah. So he they moved him out to Nashville for that reason to write, and he had he again he was like, you know what, I'm not even going to put too much energy into signing with a record label, blah, okay. blah. Um, but then his voice and his good looks and his, all of this <laughs> talent just oozed out and he couldn't oh, help but get God. signed. I know. So, and have five number ones right. in a row. <laughs> <laughs> well, then there's that. Um, yeah, so obviously it's gone really well and we're so so blessed. But but the hard part was is, you know, L.A. to Nashville. That's no joke. Yeah. That's a big, long flight. Yeah, and even, even weekends. I mean, if you put into consideration the time change and then the flight time, yeah. by the time you have three days I mean really one two full and a day. half yeah yeah you have one full day and so that really just wore on us we weren't it wasn't there wasn't anything bad it wasn't it wasn't like nothing bad happened between the two of us it just like the time and the distance really kind of like wore on us in our relationship and me not being able to come here and just um him for focusing on music which is exactly what I was supporting him and wanting him to do and he was loving it but again it was just hard and then him being older he was really wanting to settle down like right when I graduated college he's like let's get married and let's have kids and I'm like wait so a he's second. wanted to do what you're doing now for a long time with you I know he's he's been patient he has he has so it's um we're we're so happy so I the breakup just sort of happened because the distance everything and it's just sort of like it just was it just sort of was a thing yeah it really was <laughs> it was to the point where I was working all the time. He was working all the time. We were kind of ships passing in the night. And then it was like, you know, hard to even like plan a time to jump on the phone. And we were both young and busy. And again, he really wanted me to either move out here or he wanted to move back to LA to be with me. And I was like, you know what? You you need to pursue your dream. And I'm not ready to settle down. Of course, I want to have kids one day. Of course, I see it with you. But um, it's not not right now. Yeah, not right now at all. and I kind of wanted to build, you know, again, my career too, and feel like I had that under my belt before I, you know, became a mom and totally. talked about all that. And I'm, I mean, we talk about it all the time. We're just so glad that like now is the time we're just so ready and there's no conversation or force or like he's ready and I'm not, or, you know, it just feels so right. Yeah. It's like timing is kind of lined up for us. And timing, they say it, but timing is everything. I really think so. I really How long were so. y'all broken up? We were broken up for quite a few years, actually. Did y'all so, talk? Um, we talked a little bit at the beginning, and then it just was way too hard. I mean, he came to L.A. Um, a couple times for work to visit, and um, we saw each other, and he was like, I don't feel like anything's really changed. And I was like, you know, I don't know that anything has either. 
Um, and after that, we just, it was too hard to talk. I mean, yeah. I loved him. He loved me. We both dated <laughs> other people when we were broken what up. What was that like? Um, it was really interesting because he signed his record deal when we weren't together and did that whole thing. And so, you know, naturally I would hear through the grapevine, like, oh my gosh, did you hear, you know, Brett on the radio or did you hear this? What was that like that? hearing him on the radio now all of a sudden? Crazy. It did was it make crazy. you like, uh, like yearn for him I it definitely <laughs> did I have to be honest it definitely did and his I songs was, are so romantic I know <laughs> I know they really are romantic and sad yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, but I you know honestly I was so happy for him because again we didn't we didn't end in a bad place and he is such an amazing person I genuinely wanted him to be happy in his life and I have always said like someday something's going to happen for him. I don't know. I didn't know what capacity, but I was like, he's, he works so hard. Like something's going to happen for him. So it was so insane to hear him on the radio and I was so happy for him, but I couldn't really like reach out and share that happiness with him. I was like, I need to just, you know, he's doing his thing. He seems happy. He's dating someone. I'm doing my thing. I'm dating someone. I'm really happy. Did anyone compare to Brett? I mean, it's no, no. And so that was the hard part. It was like, you know, we were both really happy, but I think we both learned a lot from our um, relationships. That was one of the thing that one of the things we talk about being just ironically one of the best parts about breaking up because being with someone else, you start to realize, um, you know, honestly, you kind of compare. You don't yeah. mean to, but you're like, what we had was so good. And, and that rare. person, right. And rare. And that person was just my person. And I, and, and it you was just easy. met young and we met young. Yeah. Michael yeah. and I broke up for I two was, years too. And I was just going to say, we met young and same thing. Like I thought, I don't know what I thought when I was going to be, when we were broken up, yeah. but I started dating other people and he did. And yep. I was like, no one is even on the same spectrum yep. for yeah. me, you know, so cute. but yeah. it's, but it's like, we say all the time, thank god we broke up really because if we didn't break up we wouldn't have matured individually mm -hmm. there's so much that we needed to learn on our own because we started dating really young too yeah yeah and i'm just so glad that we didn't get married young it works for some people but for totally. us i'm totally. so glad that we had that chance to yeah. get out there and explore and then we were able to really realize like i love you i love being mm -hmm. with you i'm in it to win it with you exactly and all your fears and questions sort of just go away yeah and that, you've gotten to do what you wanted to do that on is your own. so true i i couldn't agree more i mean i i literally agree with every single thing you said the same kind of situation it just and we've, we've talked about it like well, if we kind of push through those times it would have been pretty challenging you know i think I what think do you think would have been, been the hardest part if y'all would have stayed together Oh, that's a great question. Um, again, I think our like just timing and he again, he really wanted to settle down and let's move in together. And I really wanted to have a career and feel like I had established myself in some way and felt like I accomplished goals before I just dug in. And not that I couldn't have both because he is so supportive and supported me through all that. But um, again, it was just the life timing thing. And I think it would have probably put a lot of pressure on us. Um, to just still like move forward and, you know, get married, move in, you know, kind of settle down, do that whole thing. And also it would have been either move, me moving to Nashville or him moving home. And I wasn't quite ready to do that. And he was, and I knew he wasn't ready to move back. So to it just LA. wasn't lining up. Yeah. It, it would have been forcing it. It really would have. Even though y'all were right, it would have been forcing it. Yeah. At the time it definitely would have. What about you? Did you have like. Same. Like, I think that like, I always loved Michael, but I was just, I wasn't, we weren't, we weren't ready. Like yeah. I, yeah. 
I, w- I was scared of the instability of being with music musician. Yes, that too. That Absolutely. freaked me out. That was a big part of it too. I thought I mm-hmm. wanted more stability. Mm-hmm. I thought the whole lifestyle was just too overwhelming. Yeah. Yep. And I thought like every musician cheats and is yep. going to be yep. an asshole and yeah. all of that. And I don't know. and Or just like the yo-yo life of it all. Yes. Yes. I thought I couldn't handle it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I started dating people who like were super like more traditional yeah. and like traditional jobs. Yeah. Same with me. Everything was more planned out uh-huh. and safe and all that. And I was like, this isn't going to work for me. <laughs> You're like, wait, this isn't what I wanted. I would rather just dive into the creative life and yeah. ride the wave and be with Michael, who I know yeah. I like connect with in a way yes. that I've never connected with anyone and be willing to risk it all for love than just have a safe yeah. Marriage. Yeah, that's so true. I, I kind of, I remember that the, this lifestyle was always intimidating to me too. It is intimidating. Yeah. And, and I knew Brett and I knew his heart and he's, oh, he's seriously just the most genuinely sweet. He feels like he's the sweetest guy and like I romantic mean, and thoughtful. He is. <laughs> he actually is what you see is what you get. Yeah. He just, um, so he's always made me feel safe and I didn't, I didn't not trust him, but it is kind of hard because you kind of share your husband with the world. And um, not to mention all these girls. And all the girls. That would just love to be with him. Yeah. And that's okay. Like now perspective. And how do you navigate that? I mean, you know, I think like a lot of the wives do. You just have to trust in your person and trust in your relationship and your love. And I think respect is a huge part of it. Um, respect, honesty, trust. Um, how does he make you feel safe in this world? Oh, my gosh. I mean, he just always goes out of his way to make me feel included um make sure that um people are aware that like this is that i and our relationship is a priority in his life um in so many different ways i really can't i I mean i can't even describe it just the day-to-day again him being present and and he always includes me in everything he does so there's always an open door hey do you want to come hey do you want to like there's never any um I mean, I never have to wonder. I just always know what he's doing, what he's up to. We have a really good communication between the two of us. I feel like communication um, is key. Right, so right. he's great at talking things out. Oh, yeah. But you know those those writers <laughs> and musicians. They're they're good with their feelings. So. so will y'all just hash stuff out to the bottom? Like if there's yeah. something that comes up, are y'all great at just like nipping it in the bud and talking it out? Yeah. And I think that's something we've also learned as we've gotten older, especially when we got married um, even before that, but it was kind of like, okay, this is my person. If we're going to try this again, like we're, this is it. Like, we're not going to be in this to argue and prove our points and trying to, you know, whatever. And, and see how this goes. It was like, if we're going to jump into this, we're going to do it and do it in a way that's like, if we're going to argue, we want to argue with the point constructively. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like argue with the purpose. A, exactly. And just in try and find a conclusion. And we may not both be, you know, the most excited about how it ended up. Maybe someone disagrees still a little bit, but it's like, let's find a happy medium where we both can move forward. So have y'all learned how to argue well? Right. Yeah. I mean, we're, yes, I really think so. We okay, don't tell argue some, a ton. I don't feel like y'all are arguers because yeah. I feel like y'all are both so thoughtful and like kind people. <laughs> and I feel like y'all are both on the same page just from like yeah. following y'all, even on social media. Yeah. I feel like you're so on the same page with him and you're so supportive of him. And then he loves you and showers you with so much love I just feel like y'all are in sync yeah so tell me though how you have learned how to 
are you well? Like, what does, how do you do that for people listening? Because I feel like some people kind of get nasty and that's not really effective. Yeah, exactly. And listen, don't get me wrong. Again, over freaking 10 years of knowing (laughs) this guy, we've, we've definitely, especially in, in our twenties. That's how we were. In the first half, I'm like, I was crazy. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) Absolutely. Same. I was like, I was, there was no arguing to, there was an arguing to win. I just always, I was like, I'm going to, I'm, I'm upset about something and what I think is right. Yes. Me too. And so there was no, so that, you know, and that was again in my early twenties and then, you know, you kind of life progresses and you figure out your person and your thing. But now it's, I really have to be honest with you, kind of going back to what I said, it's just, I, my mindset is this is my person. I want to be with him the rest for the rest of my life. And, um, I want him to be happy too. Um, even though sometimes he drives me nuts and I drive (laughs) him nuts, the whole thing, it's like, we, we both want each other's, we, we, we have the best interest at heart for our relationship and each other. So if we disagree, it's just trying to talk through how we can find, um, just some kind of common ground and agree to disagree in a sense mm-hmm. so it's like instead of arguing to always prove a point and be right it's like okay well let's like let's try and get through this so we don't have to like go back to this thing again um so how would you say the first relationship differs from the second relationship with brett hmm that's a i like mean what were you and brett like in the first one and yeah. now what are you like and what did you learn from the first one that now you have changed in the second one? Okay. So I think the biggest thing for me is just, um, is just that we, again, time and what we were doing in our lives. I was just, I mean, my career was kind of number one for me at the time. That's how I was in my twenties. I was like, I gotta be doing my stuff, accomplish my goals. Yeah. Yeah. It really was. And so I think that there were a lot of times that I, um, put him on the back burner and um and he was so sweet and he was so supportive of me always i didn't necessarily mean to do that but um i was just super focused on what i was doing um and wanting to do it well so that was a a really big strain and then when we first met um that was i mean i was in college like of course i loved him and i'm like oh i would love to marry him someday but really just my mind was in a whole different like place i was like where let's go hang out with friends and like let's be social all the time i was just so worried about that yeah so it again it wasn't it wasn't really about um us together as a couple it was just kind of like okay we were living a life together but in a sense i was doing my thing and he was doing his thing he's he's um extremely stubborn and listen I can be too okay really I can be too so he's what does that look like he um he's just extremely stubborn so like like he'll hold his ground oh absolutely he's an only child oh he is well he has a half sister but he essentially grew grew up up, as an only child right Uh so he's extremely stubborn um and again don't get me wrong I am too but that was hard to fight with. And I hate to say this and admit it, but I admit, actually admit it to him all the time. I'm like, he <laughs> is right all the time. What do you mean? If it's like a factual argument or like a disagreement, I'm like, no, no, that can't be right. You know, something like that. If something, again, factual, he always freaking wins. Like he always knows the answer. And I'm like, dang it. So now, ah. now when it comes to like silly things like that, I'm like, I'm not even going to argue this. He's probably right. And then I Google it and sure enough, like, but, um, but yeah, and those are kind of more silly things, but we, we really have learned a lot. And I think the biggest thing is what you said is like, we have learned to, um, I guess disagree and get to a common ground and that our ma- our goal is the same now. It's yes. us. 
Yes. Yeah. And you're on the same team. Yep. Yep. That is one thing I feel the difference with too is a like I do not want to fight because like when in my yeah. 20s I would pick fights all the time. I had so much I needed to prove to myself, to the world, to Michael, to everyone. Yes. And now I'm like I don't have anything that I need to prove to him right. or myself. And I do not want to get in an argument and waste our life fighting about stupid stuff. Right. I feel like something I have learned is I've just like, maybe because it's like 10 years, we were almost 11 years together. Oh my gosh, yeah. I just feel like I know him and his heart and his mannerisms so well that I know what it all is and what all of it means. And I just don't have to break it all down like I used to. Yeah, that's true too. You really just learn each other and what, um, what their needs are and kind of what would upset them and what the, you know, what, what you need out of like being a spouse and what they kind of out of love, like if Brett needs support here, or if I know something might kind of upset him, it's like, you kind of steer clear of that. It's so true. Yeah. When you're younger, it's like, you gotta, something's bugging me you and gotta I'm going to hit every sure nerve. That, yeah. You got to hit every point. Right. Absolutely. And break it down to yeah. the bottom. Yeah. And now I'm like, also so not worth Michael, it. like Brett, is so good at making me feel included and valued oh, and yeah. loved yeah. that I never worry. No, yeah. Because he always makes me feel like I'm so important and number one. And yeah. if like if there's something that comes up and he needs to go do something and like I'm not – say for some reason it doesn't work out for me to go. Right. I know like he would have wanted me there. It's just like yep. for whatever reason it didn't work out. Absolutely. Or I couldn't make it or who knows what. But I don't ever feel like – I'm being left behind in this journey that he's on. Yeah. Yeah. And that's important. I think like being mm-hmm. a team together. Um, I agree. I never, ever, ever feel that Brett, you know, again, doesn't have like our best interests or mine at heart. Cause he, his priority is having a great relationship. Right. And yeah. same with yours probably yeah. with Michael and, yeah. and same with mine with Brett. I think, yeah, I think we're just, we're just all really on the same hundred percent on the same page with everything. It feels really good. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Artesian premium cocktails on demand. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store.
electricity has always been synonymous with power. And in the BMW i4 M50, power is more refined than ever. It's 100% electric and 100% BMW. Listen carefully and you'll make out the sound of over 500 horses stampeding at a whisper. Experience the rush of pure performance as BMW M-engineered handling takes you through every twist and turn. And elevate each moment of your drive with a suite of cutting-edge technology, including a BMW intelligent personal assistant that gets smarter with every interaction. I've started guidance. And the most advanced iDrive operating system yet for the most powerful vehicle of its kind. Introducing the BMW i4 M50. Silence has never said so much. BMW, the ultimate electric driving machine. so thankful for that because like yeah. in my 20s I think back and I'm like god it was so exhausting our first half our first relationship was yeah. so exhausting it was yeah and this one is so much it's more peaceful right. yeah because I mean we here we are talking about <laughs> arguments but I'm sitting here and I don't I really can't even think of the last time I we know. argued I know me either. like I I mean and knock on wood but but we really don't argue that much so I, it feels it feels good it's like being with my best friend all the time <sighs> It really is. So talk to me about parenthood. How, oh my gosh. what are your greatest fears and what are your greatest hopes with parenthood? Ooh, good questions. Um, I think I have a lot of fears, but it's... Like, what it's are your fears? Just, Do you have anxiety being Yeah, pregnant? I think it's more just like a little bit of like being anxious. I mean, listen, I, um, I'm so ready to be a mom, so I'm not necessarily terrified. I kind of feel like if there's like I kind of know what I'm getting into but that's probably I'm gonna sit back and probably <laughs> laugh at this and be like oh you thought you knew <laughs> right um but I mean I kind of am mentally at least prepared for it um I think that my fear is just you know being the best mom that I can be and you're really shaping and raising a human being like I I just I hope that that um my daughter is going to be better than me basically so I just want to you know just making sure I give her all the right tools and then, you know, that she succeeds in life and is happy and whatever she does and is independent and amazing. And I mean, it's just, it's just, I guess me being the best parent that I can be, that's just a little scary to be like, I'm shaping a person to put out into this world. Um, so there's, and then there's a lot of fears of the unknown, just, you know, just battles that, and, and things we're going to tackle over, over the years of just, you know, things that I don't, I've obviously have never, um, you know, tackled before, um, and, and trying to navigate, you know, parenthood and is this right? Or should I do it this and way? Trusting or, yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Or I, you know, not being too strict, but I don't want to be, you know, the yeah, whole you, thing. You got to be strict enough to let them know not that there's boundaries. Right, right, right. So, so anyway, I think there's, I mean, the list probably can go on and on, but at the same time, I have a piece about it and I do feel like decently confident, um, of just, again, I think being in this place in my life that it all feels right, the timing. And I have a partner there, Brett with me to, um, kind of tackle all this with, you know, with me and go through all of it together is going to, is going to definitely be, be nice and make me feel kind of at peace so how are you gonna do road life because you kind of go with Brett everywhere all over the world y'all been like conquering the world basically (laughs) traveling everywhere doing amazing things like where have you been this past couple years like Um, Switzerland that's a great question um let me think here no we yeah we went to Switzerland that was amazing Australia we've done you know the UK um 
France, um, and then of course all around the states, Canada, Mexico, the whole thing. But do you love being on the road? I do. It was. It's definitely a change of pace for sure. Um, some wives I feel like struggle with being on the road and yeah. just being in their having to be in their husband's flow all the time. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of wives actually love it, and I feel like you're one of those that is loves being yeah. on the road with Brett. Yeah, I definitely have. So I think when I moved to Nashville, it's only, it's been a little over a year since I moved, but um, I, I quit my job in LA. And when I came out here, I kind of was like, we both talked about it. We used to always be ships passing in the night, kind of like I mentioned. So I'm like, okay, this is a great time in my life to be able to go out and really understand what he does. Um, Cause it's really, it's hard to explain or hard to like under, wrap your head around what this all really looks like. So I moved and I'm like, okay, why don't, he was like, why don't you come out on the road, understand what I do, hang with me. And if you like it, great. If you want to go back and get a job, like he was supportive with anything, you know, anything that I decided to do. But I thought that was kind of perfect. So I went out on the road with him and yeah, it's a transition. It's an interesting life. So um, what was the transition like for you? Um, you know, and I, also, did you feel like you were losing yourself in him? Cause I feel like yeah, yeah. that can happen. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely went through that. Um, how did you get through that? Uh, you know, I think it was just taking a deep breath and perspective and talking to a lot of other wives, meeting other wives and girlfriends in the industry. I mean, that has been a godsend because everyone is just like family. Everyone's so welcoming, sweet, there to support you. Um, and what have you learned from those other wives? Oh my gosh, so many things. I mean, so when I originally went out on the road, um, I remember someone mentioned to me that the road life can be kind of lonely. And Brett had said that too. And I didn't quite understand that. I'm like, lonely? You're with a million people all the time. Um, you're, you know, always around your band, who are your buddies and how is that lonely? It didn't really, but going out on the road, I started to realize that, yeah, it can be because you're kind of isolated. You're going from one city to the next. Um, and you don't necessarily, you can't call your girlfriend up and be like, Hey, let's hang tomorrow. Um, or let's grab dinner and your family's not out there with mm -hmm. you. So unless you're seeing people in those cities, but I started to realize, um, that I needed to just while I was on the road, um, spend time getting to know people. Um, so if there were other wives, girlfriends, you know, other bands out on the road trying to get to know people and, and also just explore the cities that kind of occupied my time a little bit. Um, who were some of the wives that you met off the bat that really like game changed it for you? I mean, honestly, there's so many cause everyone's just been, it's such a amazing. great community it of people. Is. The it country really music is. wives are so awesome. I, I can't even tell you, they really are just the sweetest. I mean, everyone from, so when, when I first went out on the road, Brett was out with Lady Annabellum. And so Cassie, of course, um, Charles Kelly's wife has been just, I mean, I think she's kind of like mama bear to a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's just has just great words of wisdom and advice. And, and it's funny now too mentioning that, um, now having a baby, I'm like, she's one of those wives that she like, she would bring Ward everywhere. Like when he mm -hmm. was little, she was out on the road and you at, you know, at the shows in Europe with him and doing her thing, which is impressive. Um, so I'm not really sure how I'm going to kind of combat that life. I want to be out. But I know. I was wondering, do you think you'll bring baby girl with you on the road or do you think you'll stay home more? Or yeah, I mean, I would mix? like, I would like to bring her out as much as we can, as much as it feels comfortable, um, and just have her, you know, 
be there and experience that. And I think honestly, Brett would love that too. Um, but at the same time, I have no idea how I'm going to feel. Um, I, I am pretty, I feel like I'm pretty independent. So I'm like, I'm going to do this. And if it's a little hard and uncomfortable or a challenge for me, I'm just like, I want to do it and kind of jump in and otherwise have done it. I feel like I can do it. Um, and again, I've been leaning on other wives to be like, how did you do it? And like, wait, how do you even like change diapers in a, in a tour bus and where, <laughs> and like, what, how does this, how do you even navigate this whole world with a child? Um, so I, I've been picking a lot of people's brains, but, um, and I think so, I think it will be just nice to be out on the road while, um, we can before school and that right. whole thing, um, yes. kind of comes up, but, but we'll see. I mean, it's been I enjoy being out on the road, but I also love my routine and I love being home. And so what's your routine when you're at home? Ooh, that's a good question. I love, I mean, I just love being in my house. I'm kind of like an introverted extrovert in a way, in a weird way. So I like my alone time. Um, so I like just mornings, waking up, having a cup of coffee, um, working out, um, whether it's yoga or gym, that kind of thing. Those are like a big one for me. Have you been working out during your pregnancy? Uh, you know what? I felt kind of crappy the first terrible. trimester. And I, initially I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to work out. I'm going to do this. And the couple times I did, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel terrible. I didn't work out one time my so first I trimester. Yeah. So I did. I like really didn't have a routine. With I think that. that that's totally normal. I like, yeah. I used to do yoga like every single yeah, day yeah or work do the gym and I was first trimester I was like I, I'm not even gonna worry about it I'm I not know, even gonna I'm try like, I'm like this body is the definitely changing and, <laughs> and I'm just gonna I roll feel a little it. lazy but I know yeah yeah I know it's a weird feeling that morning sickness and just exhaustion yeah it really is it definitely it definitely hit me so I feel like I'm kind of have turned a corner where I'm feeling a little better and having the energy. And um, so I, I'm kind of getting back into that workout routine, yeah. whatever that looks like. It's a little different yes. than it used to be, but yeah. totally. Yeah. But you're just feeling active again. And yeah. Yeah. What mm-hmm. about you? Are you doing same your- thing? When I hit about second trimester, then I started walking every day Okay, yep. and doing prenatal yoga, like once yep. a week and maybe yoga, another yoga class, like once a week, but that's it. And I think that's all I'm going to do. Yeah. See, that's what I want to do. I need to do a prenatal yoga. I that's what I have on Sundays. Ooh, that's okay. great. Okay. I might join you. Yeah. I might join you. That would be fun. Very fun. Yeah. So it's been, the routine has been a little different, but like I said, I feel, I'm feeling a little better. So, um, I'm going out on the road actually tonight, um, okay. for the weekend and, um, I think I'm just there, there were times where I was like, Brett, I'm exhausted. I'm just going to stay home. So I, I went out for about three weeks when we were on the West coast because he doesn't do the West coast very often. And that's where our family and friends are. So that was really fun. And it was his birthday and all of that. Um, and you got shirts made with his face on oh them and God. everyone wore them. Right, those are ridiculous. How did you take to, So there's like everyone in the band and crew and friends yes. and everyone and you had on just Brett face shirts yes they were they were face shirts he died and the funniest part is I have to be honest he doesn't necessarily love his face on things <laughs> I why I don't know I'm like you have a cute face like let's why wouldn't you he's celebrate like, no. it yeah right and so the kind of running joke is too he's like I just don't want to do a face t-shirt so when he was doing his um merch and everything we're like 
I, I was like, babe, come on, let's do a face shirt. Everyone loves a good face shirt. I have like face shirts from when I was in high school at totally. concerts and those were my favorite. Yes. So he ended up doing a face shirt. And so that was, that was kind of a funny, like in the camp, everyone knew that Brett hated the face shirts and he's come around to the idea. So I was like, oh my God, we have to kind of embarrass him. And it was really funny. His drummer, Billy, um, when I was planning this as a surprise, he messaged me and he was like, I just want to be very clear with you. Let's make sure Brett knows this is your idea because <laughs> I don't want to lose my job <laughs> wearing these on stage. And I was like, I will take all the heat. And they, they, the band was kind of laughing. They were like, you are terrible because so the band you know, wore them on stage. Yes, they oh wore them on stage. They're like, you're terrible because you know he's going to hate this. <laughs> you're like, and it's yes. his birthday. And I'm like, come on. You they're got ridiculous. to. You got to. So, on his birth- that was the best. Yeah, they were pretty funny. Um, this company made them and put all the the pictures on them and and everything and they, but they were also like a funny color too they were like brown and just the whole thing was hilarious but a lot of people have been asking me where I've been maybe getting you should those sell things. those at merch, the I merch know. table i told him that and he was like you're kidding right no, no absolutely, absolutely not. not too many faces on one shirt yeah yeah so it was fun so was it fun to be with your family out on the west coast is his family on the west coast yeah too? yeah so my family's from seattle um but my sister um my sister and I actually lived in Santa Monica together for about And y'all are years. besties, right? We are. We're very close. But now she lives in Northern California. So um, Brett's family Southern California, kind of Orange County area. Um, my family's Seattle, but they travel a ton. So they kind of bounce around wherever wherever we are. Um, and my sister's Northern California and his sister's in Oregon. So we are all on the West Coast. So that was a fun run. Yeah. So it was really fun. And that's always like... I've learned to, you know, kind of like look forward to those moments too. I have friends on the East coast from college and you just, you, you, it's just kind of, you change your thinking a little and it's like, okay, come out to the show and I'm only here for dinner, but let's hang out. And it makes it really fun. And it's special to share that with people too. Cause I have you know, noticed that like actually road life does allow you to keep up with more people, not for true. longer periods of time, but for quick stints. Like I know like, okay, twice a year, I'm going to probably go, to this part of the country and I'm going to see my friends here. Yeah. Whereas otherwise to plan a trip, we might not get around to it. That's actually a good point. I never really thought about it that way, but it's so true. I mean, I've, yeah, in the last six months, I feel like I've been able to bop around and see most of my, my good core group of friends. And then even so some friends that I haven't seen in years that, you know, are from college and Mm -hmm. things like that, that have been like, Oh my gosh, I see Brett's coming to town and this is where I live now. I'd love to see you. And so you're right. It does kind of help help kind of like reconnect you or connect you with the people that kind of live everywhere. Yeah. I feel like we all kind of nowadays, it's like people move so quickly and are on to the next city. So yeah, it is nice. Definitely. So how did y'all get back together? I don't think I've ever asked you that. Like how did that, That's how did question. that happen? That is a good question. So we, um, so again, we obviously broke up, broken up for quite a few years. We were both dating, um, different people in relationships and I was kind of going through a time in my relationship where it was it was tough and ironically a timing thing we were like I don't know if I was on the same page as the person I was with before great person can't say enough about him but um so we kind of we kind of were taking a little bit of a break and not not talking and just kind of like refocusing and figuring out if we you know if it was going to be right and if we're going to move on together so long story short I was driving home from work and it was like eight o'clock at night and I get a text message 
and it said, hey, Tay, this is Brett. And I stared at that freaking text message for 10 minutes. Was that all it said? It's Yeah. Hey, no, Tay, this is Brett. No, no message? No. Just letting you there know here I am. Up. There was a follow-up. <laughs> and I, but I literally stared at it and I was like, okay. Is oh this my, my heart was like racing. I was like, Brett. I was like, the only freaking Brett I know is Brett. Brett, you yeah. know, the guy I loved, dated. So, and I hadn't talked to him at all in years, like at all. The only thing I s- did was basically congratulate him when he signed his record deal. And other than that, I was like, I'm going to I don't need to get involved in his life. Happy all this year. Yeah. Well, we, you know, like I said, it, it took some time to get to that point. Yeah. But, um, so I was looking at, but the thing is I had his phone number in my phone or so I thought he had a new number. He had a new number. And it was a 714 area code. And that's the same area code that he had before, but it was a different number. So I'm sitting there like, oh my gosh, this has to be Brett. So then he, I think he followed up with a, how are you? Um, Long time no talk. How are you? Why did he reach out out of the blue? So, I mean, so from what I understand is he was also in a relationship. And again, he said, he says nothing but great things about the girl he was with, but they also broke up. Um, There's a big age difference between them. And I think ironically, like lifetiming, I think it was, from what I hear, it was really hard on, um, it was just this industry was really hard for her to understand. And so anyway, so they were kind of working through that and they had just broken up. Exactly. Yeah. So they had just broken up. I had pretty much just broken up and like fairly recently broken up. And so I kind of looked at that and I was like, oh, what my did you, gosh. Did your heart just stop? Oh, it really did. Did you just, what did you do? I, I mean, so ironically, I was I was going, I specifically remember this because it's like one of those moments where in, when something big happens, you know exactly where you were. Time freezes. Like, yeah, time freezes and you like can't ever forget it. So I was actually going to Target on my way home from work. <laughs> so I pulled in the parking lot and I was like, okay, I'm going to text him back. And I was kind of excited. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't talked to him in so long. And if this is really him, it has to be. So then I was texting back and forth. And I'm like, wow, so good to hear from you. It's been forever. And I'm so just happy for you. It seems like things are going well. So we kind of text back and forth. And then he's he texted me and was like, can I call you? And I was like, oh, geez, this is like, this is, this is like terrifies me a little bit because it's, you know, you kind of let once you start the role again, it's, it could snowball fast. Right, right. It's like you kind of open your heart up to something and, um, and you're, you get excited about it. So I was like, oh shoot. Okay. Yeah. Call, call me, call me. I'm on my way home from work. So he calls me, um, and we just caught up, but I think from what I hear, he said that he was, he had just a really rough night with his ex at the time. They were still kind of talking. And one of the things she said to him was that she just is uncomfortable with all the, you know, I guess women around and comments he gets on Instagram and all this stuff. And that, you know, she just doesn't trust him. And so he called me actually. And he said, I have to be honest with you. Obviously I've been thinking about you. Um, but, here's my situation and here's what my ex said to me and this is kind of where it's coming to a head and he said did I ever make you feel like you couldn't trust me he's like I really am just like beating myself up inside because I really don't know how to be better at this and he's like I know and he's like and I don't I can't control what other people say to me but I can control of course what I say to them and, and how I act and he's like I just don't know how to be better at that he's like I understand that this he's he's like this lifestyle is really different now and it's changed and I was like I can understand that he's like 
a lot of women again message me on instagram blah 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 he's like just tell me like did i ever make you feel that way and i instantly was like nope never 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 i really like dead serious he never did and if there was ever a time he would where i was like that felt a little weird or you know that person felt like she was excited about your music but also had other intentions about getting to know you and if if that was ever the case back in the day he would just he would just instantly like you know change it and make sure that i wasn't feeling that way so that's kind of where the conversation started and we talked for like have you hours. ever felt insecure even now with the, in his height no, of career i mean let's see insecure or i don't know if that's the right word maybe or like- maybe that yes there have been times <laughs> where it feels uncomfortable because again you're i i feel like you're kind of sharing your husband with mm-hmm. with the world and in a sense you kind of become like you almost become taylor brett young's wife or yeah. a girlfriend mm-hmm. or fiance and not necessarily taylor and brett yeah um i felt like i kind of lost my identity in a weird way um because there's you know so much going on but he always did his, again and still always does the best he can to just make me feel um comfortable and once i kind of understood and learned this industry and his world and how it really works it like has opened my eyes so it gave you peace like yeah 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 and just trusting him and and knowing that he loves me but yeah I have to be honest like there are definitely times where it feels I feel insecure I mean he's a great looking guy and he's doing great things and you know there are a lot of people out out there that are like oh my gosh he's so cute which I'm like listen I agree with you girl like (laughs) you I totally agree with you he is pretty cute um so how do you combat those feelings yeah, I mean, just by I, knowing the truth. Yeah, so it's never it's never that I don't trust him, or feel um or feel nervous about it. It's just kind of you know just yeah, it's just knowing the truth, knowing that I can trust him is a hundred percent it. Yeah, because it, because I and changing my thinking a little bit. Like I understand why people are excited. Listen, I have a celebrity crush. Like who's your crush? You know, like Channing Tatum's pretty darn cute. <laughs> Paul Walker. I mean, you know, yeah. Like let, let's be real. We all kind of do. So I'm like, you know, I, like of course people are excited. Of course people think he's adorable. Mm-hmm. He is adorable. Um, I can't fault them for that. And that just is what it is. It's part yeah. of it. Yeah. It's part so of that's it. really that's really big of you too to be able to get on that level and just yeah. see the big picture yeah okay yeah. so you're talking in the car he's like did I ever make you feel oh, uncomfortable gosh. and you're like no okay so then yeah. what happens next so we talked for like two hours and then he he even talked to my sister that night and on the phone I was like oh my gosh I'm getting excited about this but I blatantly was like I just want to let you know like I'm really happy right now in my life and I was recently dating someone here's kind of where I'm at I was really honest and I'm like you know what where are you at with things and he's like I'm I'm happy, but I'm kind of working through this relationship thing. And I was like, that's great. And we kind of just left it as, you know, it was great talking to you. But then, of course, he texts me and followed up with, I just wanted to also let you know that I'm going to be in L.A. for work, which is where I was still living at the time. And I'm going to be there for in about three days. So let's definitely meet up. So I would love to get lunch with you. And I was like, I told him I was like I I mean I'm gonna have to think about that I would love to see you but why don't you just text me when you get here and like you know we'll see what your schedule's like and if it works out and he didn't text me and I was like oh my god so I didn't hear from him at all and I was like oh my gosh oh my gosh so he didn't text me because he was still 
working on he was still kind of talking to they were broken up but he was kind of working through things with his ex and he wanted and i completely like very honorable of him understand it he He didn't want to be hanging with you if you still in the trenches with her yeah he's like i just felt like she owed or i owed her my 100 percent focus to like figure out whether this was and still left you hanging i know and it was so unlike him and i was like so then you were like world wanting him like i didn't even text him he started all this and I now know. you're gonna leave me in the cold in the dark that's like this? exactly I, so i was kind of like okay Jerk. first of all now i'm excited <laughs> i was excited about it and he got me excited and now i'm disappointed and i'm like am i really disappointed like you know was i really gonna see him so um but he followed up with me not long after and and called and apologized and just said like i hope that i didn't leave you you know completely stranded and i hope you weren't really upset and i was like well, i have to be honest with you i was a little like I was expecting at least a, hey, I'm busy, but it would have been great or like whatever it is. Um, yeah, just like let me know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Or let me know what's going on. But I understand that completely. Yeah. Um, once he explained it to me, I'm like, yep, that's that's the honorable thing to do. And I get it. And it was new. For, he was he was still going through it. Yeah. So long story short, we ended up seeing each other not long after having lunch. And then we went on a beach walk and then the beach walk turned into like the evening. And then it was like, then he was like, wait, I'm, you know, I'm flying to, I forget where he was flying, maybe like Chicago. And he's like, why don't you come with me? And that's where I was like, I'm going to have to hold on. Like Pump this, the brakes. Yeah. I'm like, ah, this was Cause really we're on, great. Now we're like on our way to full blown relationship yes. again, like in one day. Yes. <laughs> And we well, were it can both- happen so fast when you've been in a That's serious true. relationship. That's true. Because you know how to be with him already. That is so true. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it was that. It was just like a like mix this of feels being good. comfortable, feeling good. Also feeling like we both were in just such a different place. It just instantly felt like um, really good. But anyway, so we kind of rekindled from there. And it slowly kind of gradually I went out on the road with him or he would come to see me and um when did you know that y'all were back on and this was happening all the way I mean I have to be honest it was like it was pretty quick um and it was unlike any time before again I told you we had when we were young we were on a break and then we got back together and nothing had really changed it was still just Mm -hmm. kind of the same place and this time it was like this is different and we both talked about it if we're gonna get back together then it's the real deal yeah yeah, like this isn't, <laughs> let's not go back and forth and try and figure it out. We've had plenty of time to figure it out. So it's either let's do it or let's not and and like go all in. And did it, y'all get married pretty quickly after y'all got back together? Yeah, we did. How long was um, it? It was about a year. Yeah. Well, you didn't need much more time. I mean, that really was, I'm like so not a person. I mean, I like being spontaneous, but when it comes to life things like this, I'm, I really think through, maybe overthink sometimes. Um, but this is one of those things that I was like, this is it. Like it just has no never to, felt this right. No need to wait. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, it was easy. It was the best thing ever. So what surprised you most about being married to Brett? Hmm. That's a good question. I mean, again, knowing him for so long, there weren't necessarily surprises once we got married or when we got back together. But I mean, surprise, I think really for me is just he is truly the most incredible husband. He's just so sweet and thoughtful. And it's not necessarily a surprise by any means because I knew that about him right away. Um, But every day there's just he he as a human being and as a partner and as a husband surprises me just um like in us together it's just it's he he's just so sweet and thoughtful and is always kind of going out of his way to to do little things for me and us and so 
I appreciate that, but <laughs> I mean, you know. y'all are the dream. Oh, I don't know about that. Yes, listen, you are, listen, Taylor. <laughs> you guys are the dream. Well, listen, we all have we all have our our moments and our things, but um, do y'all have any like little things that y'all do as a couple that no one would know? That's a good question. I'm like sure any, there like, are a million. Even things. like for like me and Michael, like we love to lay in the bed in the morning and just like oh, lay yeah. in the bed and talk and yes actually and well, go for a walk every day if we oh, can I love that I love that you know what we do Brett and I also we do like our alone time and he's that way too mm-hmm. um especially I think also with this life being on the road a lot you just kind of want it when you're home you just kind of want to be home and just be in your space mm-hmm. and um so we do a lot of we do a lot of hanging in the bed too just like sitting chilling just cuddling talking um we also do talk to each other a lot like we will stay up until like three in the morning just talking and like well we can talk about this tomorrow but <laughs> yeah, I just love to talk yeah we we just Michael I, mean, and I love to talk too you do we'll talk all the time like we talk <laughs> about everything all yeah. the time it's fun isn't it it's like yeah. you have your, like you have your person I mean I what, run y'all everything talk about, by him uh, do y'all talk about life stuff or are you talking oh, about yeah. just like things happening in the world or what is your what is your I mean, go-to topics probably life stuff but like I will talk to him about everything from like girl stuff to like (laughs) what should I say you know what's this is kind of how this is going and like what do you think I should do or how should I handle this he's really good like he's really good at giving feedback and he's a really good listener (laughs) um but yeah we love that and we also we like part of our little routine is we love going to the gym together and and doing that so that those are our that's kind of like our constant whether we're on the road or at home um and then just me being home cooking dinner and a good netflix movie is always always a good one but in terms of stuff that people don't know i mean we're just just like everyone else (laughs) i mean probably like you it's like we're boring sometimes we go run errands together i'm like hey come with me to target i know you don't want to but i want you to come with me or whatever it may be um so, I mean, we're not all that exciting. <laughs> I think you are. I think it's exciting, though, when you just love to be with each other. Like, that's yeah. fun to have a best friend and a partner. Yeah. And you posted something about partnership yeah. on your yeah. Instagram, like how important partnership was mm-hmm. for you. Yeah, that is a big one. And I think I've probably kind of touched on it when we've been talking of just um, just feeling like that Brett and I are on the same page and we have the same goals and we have, you know, we may like go a diff go about things different differently or in different ways but knowing that we always have the same kind of goal in mind and same intentions and and that kind of thing so just always having him there as my person and support system and um is important to me and I think I think him as well so no matter what we're doing no matter what life throws at us if it's a good day bad bad day I think you could probably relate but like um, my husband is my partner and he's my partner in crime and everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, so just always knowing that I have him to turn to and go through those things with is, is a good feeling for sure. How does he handle stress? You know, he's interesting. Um, he, if you didn't know him, you would probably think he doesn't get super stressed out. I would think, out. That. I would um, think he doesn't get super stressed he's out. He's very, um, he gets very kind of in his head about it. So you, you'll, he, he gets quiet and in his head when he's stressed. Um, and, um, then he'll kind of vent to me, of course, but he doesn't, he's not necessarily like, he doesn't necessarily 
start talking about it and freaking out and verbalizing all these things. He kind of holds it in. And then when he does have something to say and he is stressed about it, it definitely is like pretty forward and to the point. Um, <laughs> but so I think the way that Brett deals with stress is he, he does he does eventually like to talk things out with me or whoever it is that he's or whatever it is. But he you kind know. of processes yeah, it in his head yeah. first. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Again, very like he's quiet and he'll get kind of like this like serious look on his face. And um and he ironically like even before shows or big big events or live tv i'll be like and i don't want to like feed into this too much but i'm like how are you feeling like i don't want to be like are you stressed out about tomorrow (laughs) are you nervous but um and he'll be like i'm good it's good i'm like are you nervous so that means he's processing yeah yeah he's like no i'm good and most of the time he he is pretty i think with the athlete thing um oh yeah because did he play baseball before yeah he played baseball he's like a great baseball player yeah, he's really he really was and he, he got hurt, but he was initially going to play, um, hopefully in the major leagues. That was kind of his goal in life. So he has to he was already good with pressure. Yeah, I mean he really is. He like when he has to perform, whether that's you know, on stage or in an interview or on TV or like sports, when he has to go up there and he's like on the spot, he does really well. Not not like me. I'm on the other hand. I like overthink. Like I said, I overthink it. I'm like, oh my god, what if I do this? Or yeah, how are you with stress? Um, I feel like I'm pretty like even keeled. Um, but I I think I probably with stress I like to talk through it. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm nervous about something or anxious, I either call like a friend or my mom or talk to Brett or my sister. You want to talk it out? Yeah, I want to talk it out. Same. Yeah, and just get some like reassurance, like it's okay. And actually, just like get it out of you. Right. Yeah. Right. And it, maybe that's a woman thing, but I think so. I, I need know. to talk things out too. Yeah. Like a million times. You sometimes. do. Yeah, yeah, it makes me feel so much better. <laughs> and get reassurance to know yes. that like the choice that I've decided to go with is the mm-hmm. right one. Right. <laughs> and if it's not and if it's like maybe you kind of have bumps in the road, it's like, don't worry, like just, you know, do this and think about this and put your focus here. Yeah. I'm. What about Michael? Is he does he like to talk through that stuff with you? Or? I feel like Michael and Brett are kind of similar because he um, he likes to talk everything out with me. He does. Like, yeah, we like but sometimes when something really big is happening or he's really trying to figure out how to navigate something or like a bump he does go inward first mm-hmm. and sometimes I'll have to pull it out of him yeah. but once we get it going yeah it's like the waterfall has opened up and it's just flowing yeah yeah exactly. or but like he likes to talk things out too like just in general like he'll walk through what he's going through musically all the uh-huh. time or his career he likes to just kind of like for his own self he always calls me his backboard he's like i, I just that. need like a backboard just so i can even know my own thoughts i love that of what i'm actually thinking i kind of need to hear yeah. it out and have like a response to know like does this sound okay yeah does this yeah does this make sense to you and i used to feel like i had to give him all the answers i used to think he was coming to me for answers yes but then i realized he's just speaking it out loud and he's going to come up with his own answer i just have to give him my honest feedback but i don't have to solve it i used to feel like i had to solve all these things for him oh my gosh that is so funny you said that because that has been something that Brett's actually mentioned to me multiple times over the last, you know, year probably. Because I, I think, the same thing. Because I think when I'm asking people, yes. I want them to solve it yeah, for me. Yeah, I'm like, tell me, what do you think? But like, he doesn't want me to solve it. Yes. And I finally got that through my head probably last year. 
yeah. that he's not asking me to figure yeah. it out. He's just needing to speak it and have some honest feedback. Yes, that is so funny. That has been a big thing. Brett's Brett will still even preface it sometimes. He's like, babe, I'm just I just need to like talk, talk it out, talk it out. And I want you to tell me kind of what your thoughts are. But I don't necessarily need you to be like, well, maybe you should do this and that and say this and that. He's like, yeah. that's not what I'm. That's, yeah, that's not what I'm looking for. So it took took me a minute too so maybe again that's just kind of like how our brains work yeah and then yeah because I'm like okay someone's pouring into me I've got to really like try to get in there yeah, and let me help someone that you know the person you love the most yeah because I'm like that with friends too I'm like oh gosh let me try to like really give you yeah. something that's going to help you and move this along for you but yeah I'm actually realizing in life in general I actually maybe don't have to solve stuff for people yeah 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 I think though that like again I think with women maybe it's a little different and I don't mean to like cast that judgment for everyone but I think I think maybe we like to get get more of that from each other than than maybe men do but I don't know but I used to get stressed out over all Michael's things like I would stress out about everything right when he's not really stressing like I am yeah because I'm like oh my gosh I gotta figure this out we've got to like sort this out yeah and then finally like something happened I think I just started realizing that life is gonna flow and that he's gonna figure it out for himself he always has and he mm-hmm. always will yeah. and actually the way he figures it out for him is so much better than the way I try to figure it out for him yeah yeah I finally realized totally. that like <laughs> yeah it's like wait the answers I try to tell him to do are actually never as good as what he does on his own yeah so I started kind of noticing that. Yeah, I can see that. That totally. And I was yeah. like, okay, I actually I just need to kind of chill, give him good feedback, honest feedback. And then just Listen. he'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And that has been a game changer for me. Yeah, totally. I, I actually, it's so funny. I completely relate to that too. But <laughs> I've kind of more recently, like I said, maybe in the last six months come to this like realization. Mine was just like the last year. Yeah. Brett like actually had to tell me, like I said, multiple times. Like, <laughs> yeah, Michael I, had to tell me yeah, too. I don't need, it's okay. You don't, you don't need to correct have to everything. don't answer or, it for yeah. me or figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, it's always good to have your your person to be able to talk to. But I feel like too, also guys, like women, we we do confide in our girlfriends and mm-hmm. like your sister and your mom. Mm-hmm. And I'll like share deep things with yeah. close girls to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. But I've noticed like guys, they kind of only share with their wives. That's actually kind of interesting. So like yeah. I'm really the only person that Michael's yeah. going to spill his whole beans to. And I yeah. would assume Brett, you're yeah. the only person for Brett. Yeah. Now that you say that, I mean, again, Brett's a pretty. Um, emotional in terms of like um I mean he's he can talk through his emotions and and that type of thing so he's pretty emotional in that sense but yeah I think now that I think about it it's not like I mean I'm with him a lot and it he has he definitely has his people a couple a couple people in his life and close friends that I think he can kind of turn to but Mm -hmm. I think yeah I think it is kind of I'm probably that that person he goes to other than you know when he's really going through things or like has that creative juice he'll he'll write a song right but like that only gets it's not necessarily super super deep it mm-hmm. only gets to a certain kind of level but other than that yeah usually it's us kind of talking through things that's yeah. maybe why we stay up until three in the morning sometimes <laughs> talking about god knows what but yeah yeah it's fun okay and we're gonna wrap up soon i could talk to you forever but what do you think the key to happy marriages being married to a musician like what what are key things that you decide to do on a daily basis to enjoy this lifestyle and marriage because obviously you love Brett, but then you throw this whole world on top of it. Like mm-hmm. what do you think is essential to enjoy this lifestyle 
as a wife? Um, you know, I think for me, the the biggest thing initially, at least, was and and probably still is to just at least understand it and know what kind of be in the loop of what's going on. That doesn't mean I need to be there for every single thing or be there to make decisions. I mean, Brett, that does all of that stuff. This is his career and this is his thing. Um, but it just helps. I feel like me be able to support him and then also just have an understanding of just for myself a piece of what's going on and just being in tune with that person um but in terms of the key i mean yeah i think that support and understanding is a, the biggest thing and i think that's with any relationship but with this career um it's different and you do you know you are faced with some challenges that um, or things that are just maybe different from your the average um, career or lifestyle. Um, so just supporting each other through that. It can also be, you know, just kind of scary because you don't really know what next year is going to bring. You don't mm -hmm. know how, you know, this new song you're gonna he's going to release or um, record is going to do. I mean, really, it's kind of in a sense out of your control. So I think just support and being on the same page communication is big and um and just it again it took me some time to just understand it and just be there for him um and be okay with um sharing my husband with the world and and being vulnerable in that sense um I like to be someone who's like kind of behind the scenes I don't I don't necessarily need to be on stage that is so like not me um <laughs> So I'm like very happy that that's his thing. I don't, you know, I don't need that at all. Um, but being able to just understand like what that means for him and, and, um, and all of that is just, is so important, I think. And getting back to how we talked on it a little bit, not losing yourself, because I mm -hmm. do feel like another mm -hmm. big part for me of being able yeah. to enjoy this life is realizing that yes, it is going to be Michael's flow because right. the career is mm -hmm. always, it's just a rolling machine that you right. have to roll with. Yeah. And I feel like the struggle could be if you fight that flow and think yeah. that like you now are sec are not, you are sacrificing yourself as your own individual because you are yeah. going with your husband's flow more. But really I've been able to wrap my head around like, it's not that like I'm sacrificing myself. It's just that this career is always on a big rolling machine. That's a really, yeah, really good point. I Have you been able more. to embrace that it, that Brett's not more valuable in the relationship than you just because his career is the one that dictates the flow? Yeah, that's a real, I mean, those are really good I, points and I, I definitely have gone through that and. Cause you have to wrap your head around you that. You really do. It took me, it took me a little time to just kind of really understand especially it especially when you're like that's not fair like why do we yeah. have to drop everything for your yep. career yep. but I have a career and I have things yep. yep but it's like it's not like they are doing it intentionally no. it just no. sort of has to happen yeah absolutely it's so true and and I think that um going back to that too is just that it also means you kind of I mean you're not with your husband all the time so he's you know if he's on the road all the time I find myself being like okay well I just have to be cool with going to this wedding by myself mm -hmm. or going to a lot of family occasions and family functions with me because I know he would want to be there mm -hmm. but it's he's his you know it's very demanding um and so being okay with that. But yeah, I think there were times where I felt like okay wait what about me or yeah. like I'm kind of losing myself and then um, in all of this, but I think it's just finding, 
your thing yeah and finding what's important to you and um and I'm sure Michael's the same way it's like Brett's will support me with anything that I do and so finding what makes me happy and what makes me tick it takes a little bit of an adjustment because again this lifestyle is and it's big you know rolling machine like you said there's something always going on and it's on to the next thing or and what important are we gonna things do pop up like on a day's oh notice that they have to say yes to yes that's another huge one it's <laughs> like, like you can't make huge plans no no it's like wait but I thought we were gonna go to the park or the dinner or I thought we were gonna go on this trip that now we, we have had to it cut planned short. and it was gonna be like special we had two yeah. other couples coming and yeah. yada yada and then all of a sudden they got asked to sing at the Grammys yeah I mean what are you gonna do say no right. keep our trip yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that happens all the time. So And it happens fast. It does happen fast. But I think I think the thing for me was just to also understand that not only I needed to find um something, you know, things that were important to me and know that, you know, um I had you know, to focus on myself too and find what makes me happy and not just put all of my energy into his career, but but also just understand that there's only really I mean, you kind of have a sweet spot and if things are working and, um, thank God right now, like uh, things are going well, um, you got to ride career, it. You really do. It's kind of a now or never. Like mm-hmm. you can't be like, eh, I don't know. Like, you know, maybe I'll try this again next year. Like with a lot of careers, you know, you can kind of work in different arenas and bounce back and forth or like, I want to pursue this side but of But when you're in the hot spot, you're so you just, right. You have to go, yeah. go, go. Yeah. So I think understanding that. And I know, you know, how tough it is for them, too. It's not just us. It's like it gets as much as they enjoy it and they love it. It's, I know it's exhausting and, and kind of scary and, you know, exciting all at the same time. So, yeah. So I think the biggest thing, again, was just being like understanding that this is this is it. You've got to like throw everything you can at it when you have these opportunities and hope for the best. Because, for example, like the Grammys, if you're like, yeah, no, sorry, I'm going to I'm on oh, this trip. I'll do that next year. Well, yeah. What if they never get asked again? Yeah, they might not. They're going <laughs> to yeah. be like, OK, on to the next. Yeah. So um, so I think that's also just understanding the whole thing and, and just being OK with this right now. How awesome for Brett, though, to be with someone so understanding, because that yeah. has to be such a such a um I don't know if the word it's not relief but such a uh blessing in his life that he has a wife who gets it you know yeah well because that means a lot to the husband to not have to come home and like fight fight you and already fighting for his career and then having to butt heads because you're unhappy but for you to be able to understand that is a huge blessing for him yeah I think that um I think that there a lot of the wives or girlfriends I think have to be that way at least it's kind of a common thing that I see and mm-hmm. thread throughout all of them is that it may look their relationships may look different but um I think that you you have to have your person to come home to and to to help you through all those things and be understanding because it's just it's not going to work um so I, I don't know I think that I think that that's that's a really a really big thing and I think that I I would assume that most most um husbands on the road or wives on the road would agree that their significant other is you know is a really good support system and and yeah I think adding that extra layer of stress or tension um is a lot when they're going through all these these Mm -hmm. new things and and um this crazy life crazy fun life but um yeah I try and be the 
as much as I can, the constant and the, the one who isn't the stressor, not to say that I don't probably stress him out well, sometimes, but yeah, but, um, on but the I whole. Think, yeah. And I think again, like, like I said, I think a lot of the wives that's it in a different way. That's a very common thread that I see. Everyone's kind of the, the, um, the one in the background, but also the one that like the is strong, the, the backbone of a and lot the of glue it, of the relationship. The yeah. 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 So, so no. I totally agree. Okay, so we're going to have to wrap up. I would talk to you forever, but oh my gosh, we've already been talking an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> so I like to wrap up with leave your light. Okay. So just leave some inspiration for everyone listening. Oh, I love that. Of how you have navigated life, what you've learned, what you'd like to share with others, anything that has helped you in your life to this point that you think is something worth sharing. Yeah. I mean, I think really the biggest thing is just be kind to others. And, you know, I think we can all have perceptions of who um, who someone is, what they're going through, if their life looks perfect, whether it's on Instagram or whatever it is. But at the end of the day, we're all human beings and we're all going through, you know, we're all fighting battle. And I know that's kind of that might sound kind of silly because, you know, we all it's a common thing that you hear be kind to others. But it's it's simple. I really think it is, even if it's a smile, it's a high saying something positive. I just, it just breaks my heart when it, when I see things on Instagram that are negative or, um, assumptions. And I just think that we all need to lift each other up, like, especially as women, like support each other, lift each other up, be proud of each other. Um, and just like make this world a better place. Cause when people are happy, um, I feel like good things happen. Um, just, you know, again, just be kind, be kind. Well, you do that so well, Taylor. Oh, thank and you. you. So and, do you. Well, thanks. So you and you. Brett are such a great inspirational couple. Oh, like you. y'all are so, so great to see a couple like you guys. Honestly, oh, y'all are you. so inspiring. And your thank little baby you. girl. And you too. Oh my you gosh. Too. I can't wait. I know they'll have to be friends. They will. All the time. Right, we're going to force them to. <laughs> you will, this will be your best friend. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> thank you so much for joining yeah, thank me. Thank you. That was so much fun. Yay. Yay. Okay. Bye. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now.